Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 26th of September, let's begin with updates from the city. Farmer groups and pro-Canada organizations called for a Bengaluru Bund, expecting a city-wide standstill. Over 175 organizations statewide support the protest against releasing Kaveri water to Tamil Nadu. With opposition parties and CM Siddharamaya backing the Bund, a complete shutdown is likely. Affected services include KSRTC and BMTC buses. Services halted and private cabs Ola Uber, drivers will support the Bund, staying off the roads. In other headlines, Karnataka CM Siddharamaya accused the BJP of obstructing the Women's Reservation Bill, citing delimitation as a barrier. He deems the bill named Nari Shakti Vandan Adhiniyam as a fraud to women. The bill aims to reserve one-third of seats in Lok Sabha and state assemblies. Union Home Minister Amit Shah assures implementation post-2029 after census and delimitation. Siddharamaya doubted prompt enactment due to the BJP's alleged hindrance. In some more news, Nikhil Kumaraswamy, a Janata Dal secular leader and son of ex-Karnataka CM H.D. Kumaraswamy, met BJP senior leader B.S. Yadirupa in Bengaluru. BJP MLA Muniratna accompanied him. Nikhil cited the NDA alliance and Yadirupa's stature for the visit. He acknowledged both leaders' past developmental contributions. Syed Shafiullah Saheb resigned after JDS allied with the BJP for the 2024 Lok Sabha elections. He cited the party's secular principles, emphasizing his objection to the alliance. Up next, the Kyasanur forest disease season starts in October, but the lack of accreditation for Shivamoga's virus diagnostics lab hinders surveillance. KFD, a risk group 3 virus, demands a BSL-3 lab. In 2019, 434 were infected and 15 died. In 2020, five deaths occurred and two in 2022. However, without accreditation, it can't test ticks and monkeys, the disease transmitters. Currently, tick samples are sent to the National Institute of Virology, Pune, causing delays of up to two months. Now on to other news. Progress in constructing individual toilets under the Swachh Bharat mission is sluggish, with most districts in Karnataka not reaching 50% of their targets. Out of a goal of 2 lakh toilets for the year, only 9,000 are completed. Kalaburagi and Dharwad show minimal progress with less than 10% of the work finished. The Rural Development and Panchayat Raj Department attributes delays to data uploading issues by Panchayat Development Officers. Moving on, buildings constitute 30-40% to 40% of total energy consumption, yet lack of information hampers the shift to green buildings. An ISEC survey in Bengaluru, covering 100 residential and 100 commercial buildings, aimed to analyse ecological efficiency and public perception. Green buildings reduce resource demand, promote recycling and cut construction waste by 50% initially. They also enhance health and productivity. Meanwhile, Dr. Ravindra Mehta, a prominent pulmonologist, emphasized that modern medicine encompasses empathy, patient accessibility and other vital elements, not just technology. He spoke at the launch of Vayu Chest and Sleep Services and Vayu Pulmonary Wellness and Rehabilitation Centre in Jayanagar ahead of World Lung Day. The event addressed the surge in respiratory illnesses post-COVID, advocating a comprehensive approach to respiratory health. The centre offers services like experienced pulmonologists, speciality treatments for asthma and lung disorders. On a different note, in observance of World Alzheimer's Day, around 170 individuals participated in the Blue Button Movement at Sankey Tank, organised by the non-profit Dementia India Alliance and Nightingale's Medical Trust. 
forming a human chain resembling a blue button. The event aimed to raise awareness about dementia's impact and encourage proactive support. DIA President Dr. Radha S. Murthy highlighted the significant impact on families. Participants including caregivers, professionals and students received informative materials. National News Moving on to the national news. The Indian government is set to revoke the registration of over a dozen overseas citizenship of India cardholders engaged in pro-Khalistan activities and anti-India propaganda. This move follows a diplomatic clash with Canada over unsubstantiated claims regarding Indian agents in the killing of Khalistani terrorist Hardeep Singh Nijjar. India has already suspended visa services for Canadians. An Indian intelligence dossier highlights the persistent Khalistan terror network in Canada despite India's appeals. Meanwhile, Congress leader Rahul Gandhi is set to launch the Mukhya Mantri Gramin Awas Nyai Yojana in Bilaspur district ahead of Chhattisgarh's upcoming assembly elections. The scheme aims to offer financial aid to rural families without homes or with makeshift houses. Gandhi and CM Bhupesh Bhagel will distribute the initial 25,000 rupees installment to 1,30,000 beneficiaries for house construction. Additionally, rupees 5 crores will be transferred to 500 beneficiaries under the Mukhyamantri Nirman Shramik Avas Sahayata Yojana. In more news, the Indian Army will host its annual Army Day Parade in Lucknow on January 15, 2024, departing from its traditional location in Delhi. This shift aligns with the trend of the three services holding their flagship ceremonial events outside the national capital. The move aims to enhance public participation, promote national unity and demonstrate the Army's strength and discipline to diverse audiences. Shifting our focus, West Bengal reported approximately 38,000 dengue cases this season, with Kolkata and southern districts being the hardest hit. Not 24 Pargana stops the list with 8,535 cases, followed by Kolkata 4,427, Murshidabad 4,266, Nadia 4,233 and Hooghly 3,083. Proximity to Bangladesh, which is grappling with the dengue outbreak, raises concerns about virus transmission. Last year, West Bengal recorded the highest number of dengue cases in India, 67,271, with 30 deaths. In a general weather update for the country, parts of Delhi may experience light drizzle, but September is set to conclude with a significant rain deficit. The India Meteorological Department predicted no further rain this month. The southwest monsoon is likely to commence its withdrawal from West Rajasthan. Delhi's Saftarjung station received 82.7 mm of monthly rainfall, marking a 30% deficit from the expected 118.2 mm. International News Turning our attention to international news, Canada's House of Commons Speaker Anthony Rota issued an apology after a former member of a Nazi unit, 98-year-old Yaroslav Honka, was honoured at an event for Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Hunka, part of the Nazi-led Waffen-SS Galicia Division during World War II, was hailed as a hero. Rota expressed regret for his decision, particularly apologising to Jewish communities worldwide. In ongoing news, renowned Pakistani journalist and commentator Imran Riaz Khan, missing for over four months, has been located and reunited with his family, according to Sialkot police. Imran, a controversial anchor with over 3 million YouTube followers, was reportedly arrested amid nationwide protests following PTI chairman Imran Khan's detention. Despite an earlier release, his whereabouts had been unknown. An abduction complaint was filed by his father on May 16. In a recent development, New Jersey will unveil the world's second-largest Hindu temple outside India, 
the Akshardham Temple on October 8th. Built by BAPS Swaminarayan Akshardham, it's hailed as the world's largest Hindu temple outside India in the modern era. Spread over 183 acres in Robbinsville Township, it was constructed by over 12,500 US-based volunteers in 12 years, from 2011 to 2023. The temple's unique design incorporates elements from ancient Hindu scriptures and Indian culture. In some other news, NASA's OSIRIS-REx spacecraft successfully delivered the largest soil sample from asteroid Bennu, parachuting into Utah's desert after a six-year mission with the University of Arizona. The gumdrop-shaped capsule separated from the mothership, landing within a designated zone west of Salt Lake City on the Utah's test and training range. It marked only the third ever asteroid sample returned for analysis, significantly larger than previous missions by Japan's space agency. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. The Berman family holding a controlling stake in Darbar has initiated an open offer for an additional 26% stake in Relegair, valuing up to 2116 crore rupees. Currently the largest shareholder in Relegair with a 21% stake, the Bermans aim to assume control upon the offer's completion. Darbar India Chairman Emeritus Anand Berman expressed the move aligns with their vision for a leading financial services platform encompassing lending, brokering and health insurance. In more business news, US chipmaker Micron Technology Inc commenced construction on its 2.75 billion dollar assembly, testing and packaging plant in Sanand, Gujarat. The groundbreaking ceremony took place at the Gujarat Industrial Development Corporation's industrial estate where Micron was allocated 93 acres. Gujarat Chief Minister Bhupendra Patel noted the swift start of construction after signing the MOU. The project represents a significant investment under the India Semiconductor Mission. Next up in some tech news, Amazon.com is set to invest up to 4 billion dollars in cash in the prominent startup Anthropic to bolster its AI capabilities in cloud services. As part of the agreement, Amazon's employees and cloud clients will have early access to Anthropic's technology. The San Francisco-based startup has committed to primarily using Amazon's cloud services, including training its future AI models on proprietary chips. The initial investment stands at 1.25 billion dollars. Moving on, Sanjeev Mantri has been appointed as the new MD and CEO of ICICI Lombard General Insurance effective from December 1st, 2023, or upon IRDAI approval, succeeding Bhargav Das Gupta who resigned last week. Mantri with over 28 years of experience held leadership roles at BNP Paribas before joining ICICI Bank in 2003. He joined ICICI Lombard in 2015 as executive director overseeing various divisions and channels for product distribution. In market news for September 26th the Sensex rose by 0.05% gaining 34.13 points to reach 66043.28 while the Nifty saw a slight increase of 0.03% adding 5.40 points to close at 19679.70. Out of the listed shares, 1,637 experienced gains, 1,578 witnessed declines, and 135 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee ended 21 paise lower at 83.14 per dollar. The benchmark indices concluded on a stable note after experiencing high volatility. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Salman Khan's much-anticipated film Tiger 3, co-starring Katrina Kaif and Imran Hashmi, is slated for a Diwali 2023 release. A teaser titled Tiger Ka Message is set to be unveiled on September 27th ahead of the trailer. 
Produced by Aditya Chopra, the film will expand the YRF spy universe, which includes previous successes like Ekta Tiger, Tiger Zinda Hai, War and Patan. This new installment promises a thrilling, action-packed experience. In news from Hollywood, actor Katrina Bowden, known for her roles in 30 Rock and Bold and the Beautiful, received a romantic proposal from boyfriend Adam Taylor during their Italian getaway recently. The picturesque moment unfolded on a rocky beach in Positano. The couple humorously announced their engagement on Instagram, showcasing a touching photo capturing Katrina's emotional reaction. They made their relationship public in October 2021. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the trailer for Chandramukhi 2 featuring Kangana Ranaut and Raghava Lawrence was unveiled recently. The trailer intertwines past and present, introducing Raghava Lawrence with flair. It promises a blend of comedy, action and suspense, setting the film's tone. Kangana's portrayal as Chandramukhi is striking, while Raghava impresses as King Vettian. The film will be released in theaters on September 28th. Spooler Sports In sports news, in the historic inaugural Indian Grand Prix at Greater Noida's Budh International Circuit, Marco Bezzecchi of Muni VR46 Racing Team secured a remarkable victory. The Italian motorcycle racer dominated the 21-lap race, crossing the finish line in 36 minutes and 59.157 seconds. Following closely, Spain's Jorge Martin clinched second place, while Frenchman Fabio Quartararo secured the third spot on the podium. In most sports updates in a remarkable feat at the Asian Games 2023, Indian shooters Divyansh Singh Panwar, Aishwari Pratap Singh Tomar and Rudrangsh Patil clinched the country's first gold medal by breaking a world record in the men's 10-meter air rifle team event. Their combined score of 1893.7 surpassed China's previous record of 1893.3 set at the World Championships in Baku. Rudrangsh secured third place while Aishwari claimed fifth, both qualifying for the individual final. Wrapping up sports news, Lionel Messi recently revealed that Paris Saint-Germain didn't acknowledge his FIFA World Cup win with Argentina last year. PSG chairman Nasser Al-Khalifi has refuted the claim, emphasizing the club's respect for the occasion. Messi's revelation highlighted strained relations with PSG, where he was previously suspended for an unsanctioned trip. Despite this, Messi secured trophies during his tenure. His World Cup triumph affected France's retention, leading to less fanfare. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for this festive season with the exclusive ABCD 3.0 Dandia and Garba workshop. and dance your heart out happening at the Zest Fitness Studio Electronic City on the 30th of September at 4:30 p.m. Catch popular comic Gaurav Kapoor as he headlines his latest stand-up special Chaman Chatora performing live at the MLR Convention Center JP Nagar on the 30th of September at 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. Join a beginners art class with the acrylic painting on canvas workshop conducted by Ace Art Experts happening at the Art Beat HSR layout on the 30th of September at 11:30 a.m. Enjoy a fun musical night with the Theater of Techno featuring Baba Robin happening live at the Magic Ejipura on the 1st of October at 7 p.m. You can also catch the insanely funny Harsh Gujral in his latest outing Jo Bolta Hai Wahi Hota Hai performing live at the prestige Sri Hari Kode Center for performing arts on the 30th of September at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Bengaluru weather. 
And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. On 26 September, Bengaluru can expect afternoon storms with thunder, lightning and light rainfall. Anticipate a high chance of precipitation, with temperatures ranging from a warm 28 degrees Celsius to an agreeable low of 20 degrees Celsius. The heat index accounting for humidity is estimated at a hot 31 degrees Celsius. This aligns with a typical September peak of 28.3 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute Podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.